Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a weird homicide. A scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. When you are a child, it feels like the whole world is against you. On December 20th, 1786, a young girl who grew up in a difficult situation was hanged for her crimes against another young girl. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. As with most stories that took place in this time period, finding accurate information can be difficult. The story of Hannah Akiwish's life is no exception. We do know that she was born in March of 1774 in Connecticut to a Native American mother from the Pequot tribe who chose alcohol over motherhood and, according to sources, sent her daughter to work as a servant with a white family. She was considered a malicious child who struck fear within the other children she came into contact with though historians would later say that this was a product of an undiagnosed mental disability. When she was just six years old, she was accused of beating one of the children in the home where she worked while trying to steal her necklace. In a different version of her story, together with her slightly older brother, the pair made a habit of committing petty crimes to earn some extra money and put food on the table. They were brutal with their crimes, and after a particularly bad incident, the town fathers decided to take both Hannah and her brother from their mother's custody and put them into what they considered an early form of foster care. In reality, it was bound servitude. Again, because of the time period, these facts are difficult to determine which version of the story is accurate. But what we can say for certain is that Hannah was alone in a hostile world, was a servant in a white home, and had a reputation for explosive anger and violence. Violence that would take over on July 21st, 1786, and forever change Hannah's young life. At around 10 a.m. on July 21st, the body of a murdered child was found in the public road that left New London and led into Norwich. The entire neighborhood joined together to try and hunt down this dangerous child murderer, and at some point questioned Hannah Ockewish, asking if she saw anything suspicious. She claimed that she saw four boys near the scene of the crime, that they must be responsible for the murder. But when they searched and found nothing that led them to four boys, Hannah was interrogated yet again, this time taken to the body so she could see firsthand the terror that they suspected she was responsible for. She burst into tears and confessed to the crime. 
According to Hannah, about five weeks earlier, six-year-old Eunice Bowles had reported Hannah to the authorities for stealing some fruit during the strawberry harvest. It was in that moment that Hannah promised to seek revenge on the young girl. And on that day in July, she saw Eunice walking to school and knew it was time. She lured the young girl off her normal path with the promise of a piece of fabric called calico. And once she was out of view, Hannah beat and choked her to death. Her head and body were described as mangled with one arm broken and a number of large stones placed on her body to try and make it look like the stone wall had collapsed on the girl in a tragic accident. Her body was discovered a few hours later and the manhunt began. Because of her disabilities and age, many questioned if the girl should even be sent to trial. But the judge saw this as an opportunity to use her as an example and sentenced her to hang. So on December 20th, 1786, at just 12 years old, Hannah Ocuish walked to the gallows in New London, Connecticut, where she thanked the sheriff for treating her with kindness. As she stood waiting for the trap door to drop, local minister Reverend Henry Canning urged her to repent so her soul could be spared. He took the opportunity to deliver a thundering sermon about what happens when parents fail to raise their children to be, quote, dutiful and obedient. That if they didn't get their children in line, they would end up like Hannah Ocuish. The documentation of his sermon is where most of the information of her crime came from. When he was finished, the terrified girl's body dropped and she became the youngest person legally executed in the United States and remains the last documented execution of a female in Connecticut. Historically, the youngest children put to death, many of whom we talked about in this podcast, have been children of color. The death penalty for juveniles was not abolished until 2005. The saddest part of Hannah's story and her execution is that had she committed these crimes today, she would have more than likely never stood trial and simply been sent to a treatment facility. That the poverty, neglect, ignorance, and discrimination she faced was the real reason Hannah, a girl who did not know right from wrong and suffered from mental disabilities, lost her life. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to what terrible thing happened on November 21st. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.